0: Grind to get a lot of dough Anything is possible Turn me up in the headphone Yeah Grind it, get a lot of dough And dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Yeah Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose. Anything is possible Yeah, yeah. get
1: What is up, family? Welcome back to episode eight. Isn't that kind of crazy? I'm not. I said I wasn't. Three thirty-three. Three thirty-three. Nice. Okay. Sorry. If you know, you know. Which none of y'all know, but if you know, you know. That's kind of where a lot of this uh, this conversation goes. This will be a nuanced conversation in a sense, which isn't you know everything I talk about has some context, some nuance, some de- uh, depth to it. I don't really you know do that surface level, but this is definitely one that. Um, interestingly enough, like, is going to be filled with the word nuance and context and, you know, those different synonyms, but also have a lot of that exact concept. Uh, so let's, yeah. Um, welcome. Welcome back. Episode eight, still season one, still the Marcus Hendricks show. I'm still Marcus Hendricks, man. Like I was, I was about to say, I know, you know, I I have an idea of how many episodes, you know, will be per season because I'm already planning season two and how that'll look. That'll be interesting. Um uh, season two will be fun. Season two and season three, I think, will be fun because those will be, you know, I'll give a kind of idea what they will be the Hendrix show, the Marcus Hendrick show on road. Yeah, so that'll be fun. That'll be a fun idea. If if some things um that are lining up go go how they should, you know, if these bowling pins get knocked down, even if I don't roll a strike, you my spare if I clean it up. Shit, I go for a turkey at this point. I go for a turkey with it, you know. Um, man. So today's episode is titled, and I guess trigger warning, maybe, because, you know, I'm going to read some some tweets to y'all, kind of a tweet conversation that I deleted because I was like, this was nonsense, uh, but it's it just interesting, but maybe trigger warning, uh, rap is just fine, hip hop is dead. Let me, let me say that one more time, make sure it's understood what I said. Rap is just fine, hip hop is dead. So let's real quick, let's understand what I meant by nuance so I can just get that out the way. When I say hip-hop is dead, now, I separate the genres rap and hip-hop. Not, obviously, hip-hop and rap are one and the same, but when I say the word hip-hop, I don't separate just, I don't mean the genre is actually a separation, but I separate them so the words can be separated. Because when I speak to hip-hop, I'm, most, I'm mostly speaking to the culture, right? The culture of hip-hop, which over the past maybe 10 years or so, has very much become, I mean, if not just U.S. culture, world culture, Right. We see K-pop, Afrobeats, um, a lot of what's coming out of like some like DeVito. Well, no, DeVito is not. But like Bad Bunny, I can like Bad Bunny is very hip hop influenced. Um, J Balvin, all these different artists. These are hip hop influenced artists. Wow. Right. Obviously, you have, you know, somebody like Justin Bieber coming all the way from Canada. And while he's a hip hop, pop r legend. I love Biebs. I, if, you, if you know, I think we've talked about it. I love Biebs. Right. So but I mean, it was funny just today. Or just last night they were talking about a video. If anybody, I hadn't seen it. I don't think. I think it was my. Huh. That's actually funny. Tom is such a funny, so funny concept. Sorry. The screenshots I'm looking at, I took it at three thirty seven p.m. yesterday, and it is now three thirty six p.m. When I read these, it'll probably be twenty four hours later. That's actually hilarious. Um. But yeah, again, what's interesting about well, the video of Bieber? It was, <laughs> it was a video of Justin Bieber, which I think I had seen it before. His car, I guess, broke down in somebody in the hood somewhere, or in a neighborhood, a dangerous neighborhood, a black neighborhood, and they made him sing "Hold Tight" from uh, the little like twelve pack album. Which it took me what ten years to actually go ahead and listen to that album. All I all I knew from that, I knew "Confident," which I love "Confident." I'd always liked that song, and then the one with Lil Wayne. But I hadn't really listened to that little tape. Because all I knew from it was the, the snippet that was all over, like, social at one point, the, oh, oh, and I was like, yeah, this nigga's weird. I actually love that song. That's Hold Tight, I believe. Hold tight. Yeah, I'm not a singer, man. And I got a little bit of rasp in my voice, actually, today. So we're going, we got water on deck, Smart Water. Look, man, get with me. Give me, get with me, Smart Water. Don't make me have to go to box. Don't make me have to go to box water or Dasani. Actually, I've been drinking Perrier. That's my shit too. I've, I've started to like carbonated beverages and that's like water and stuff tonic and everything so I'll, real quick let's uh, let's read a couple tweets. So there was a question uh, from an account I follow and I'm not, I can't even remember exactly what the original tweet said. I can find it because everybody made sure to, to ratio me a little bit <laughs> I love it. we're gonna go to that too So this question was that or he said, "Good Lord, with all the complaints, I, am I the only one in this timeline that doesn't think hip-hop is on, is on its last breath?" This is yesterday morning. Okay, I see it. Now, I don't actually, it may seem like I reply because I bring them up. I don't reply to tweets often for this very reason, but I reply to stuff that interests me and that I want to have conversations about. Like, I want to start a dialogue, right? That's what I do. That's what I enjoy. That's what I love. So, my reply, I think it's on life support. The overall culture is fading away, and the genre is stagnant and thin. At the top, we've got some great talent keeping things afloat, but there's a lot of average and below average work being put out. We're at that point where a shift has to be made. Very simple statement, I believe. I don't think I said anything ridiculously crazy there. Even more, I feel like I got my point across at least for it to be 140 characters, right? Remember that on Tuesday's episode? It's funny how this lined up. When I said that on Tuesday that I had kind of pivoted from what the topic was going to be, and then it kind of still went that way. Because what we were going this week, Tuesday was going to be, like I said, CIA, crack, Instagram, and age, and the actual CIA. And then today was going to be "Strange Fruit" and "Save the Blues." Interestingly enough, we're still talking about that very same concept. It's it, and really, hmm, interesting. It's just not titled the same. It's the exact same thing. I'm just not bringing up "Strange Fruit" hanging, which we don't. We we can talk about Miss billy Holiday another time. I want to get into the blues probably um, next week or the week after. Because man. I, I think I hadn't realized like how um, interesting a lot of that ties or how much a lot of that ties into today. And, you know, the way I've been raised, what I've come up on, who I've come up on. And again, exactly where we're going today in the content and messaging of hip hop and the culture, because that's why it's dead. That's why this shit's dead. That's why it's stagnant. And thin. that's why the culture is fading away. And that's why there's a lot of average and below average work being put out. Okay, so the original post, the person who tweeted that replies, couldn't agree less. There's so much, this is like five O's, there's so much good and talented music coming from all over the world out there between MCs, DJs, producers, beat tapes, group projects, which those last two actually are are not, no, that's not really true. Like, that's the very issue is that we're not getting enough of the collaboration. We're not getting enough producers that are getting their credit the same ones. Okay, whatever. The list is endless. Definitely each to its own though, which is not how the saying goes, but that's not even the point. I didn't disagree with that. So I replied, I don't disagree with you. I think the shift points directly to the sound. And then apparently somebody replied 18 minutes ago. And this is a hilarious question. This is why I say like people kind of just exist on this app. They just exist for, for discourse, right? It's like dissension is at its core. I think the shift points directly to the sounds we've been getting from outside of the traditional structure. That's the very reason hip hop as a, as a genre is losing its place as number one. If we're talking about U.S. hip hop, though, there's a lack in quality output because there is. And even by that, I don't mean that there's nobody good. I didn't say that at any point. I gave a very clear statement that there's good music coming out. And 18 minutes ago, somebody said the traditional structure. What's that? Weird. That, that's just a whatever. This is a funny reply that I just didn't give any attention. Biggest hip-hop artist made a straight-up experimental album about him working through therapy and fame with the Art House music video on toxic relationships. After almost 50 years of hip-hop, female MCs are finally being taken seriously by the wide audience. We are in a good place. I don't even think you know what you're talking about, whoever that individual was. You just... Again, people that just want to have something to say. This is where I kind of came to the bottom of that Interesting. Uh, I just got a text that said I'm a goat. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I said this yesterday. This oh, actually it wasn't three thirty six. I was like, that's a weird time to have been. That was odd. Three thirty six a.m. when I sent myself this text this morning. People want so badly to be on a side that they will contradict their own point in hopes of making you be wrong. Like people so badly want you to be wrong that they will make themselves wrong based off what they originally said. And that's what this next guy, it was ridiculous. It's weird to me because Twitter is perfectly built for dialogue, but most would rather do the. I said what I said and I don't care what you think or the, I'm going to pretend to have a conversation with you just so I can keep making the same point I already have or disagree with you so it can make me look good, which I I think it's an hilarious concept that goes on there. Cause again, like me, I just want to have the dialogue. I just want to have the conversation. I'm like, yo, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. right? That's the point of having this pod. That was why I started this. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So this individual, which what made me laugh, the reason I deleted it, I was like, it wasn't even the conversation as much as the individual. I'm like, yo, I realized they completely obviously weren't going to get what I meant because this is not necessarily a race thing, but it's a race thing in what I'm saying. His name is Pablo Hurtado. Now, whether Pablo is white Um, A Spanish descent Whatever race Ethnicity Pablo identifies with Pablo is not a black man Pablo is not a black individual I doubt Pablo has Gone through Seen Been affected by Some of the same scenarios And situations that I have I doubt that Pablo Has grown up on hip hop The way I have Like hip hop That's why When I talk about the culture Like hip hop as a culture Is not just Dance trends And rap music And chains and car That's what people think Hip hop culture is No no hip-hop culture is what makes me. Hip-hop culture is what breeds many of the individuals I know, damn near everybody that looks like me. Like, hip-hop culture and Black culture have kind of become synonymous, but it's not because Black culture is hip-hop culture. It's because hip-hop culture is Black culture. It pulls directly from our experiences, our lives, our everyday occurrence, like everything we live through is what makes hip hop what it is, right? And so it's the very exploitation of that 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 brings the whole issue to its head. And it's like, yo, what we're getting here on a regular basis is these stories of my life. You know, the One Direction story of my life. I used to love that song. One Direction, that was a group. That was a group. One Direction, that was a group, okay? That was a group. So, but what's interesting about that, like when I talk about, again, I, I i tied it back and this is why you know i got some quotes from the most quotable man in hip-hop but you know there there's so many quotable individuals in hip-hop like the reason i made to pull a line for every experience is because the same reason you talk about save the blues so in, in the spook who sat by the door dan freeman the main character he says something to one of the guys he's working with one of the youth he says a man listening to the blues could become a philosopher. Not, that's not verbatim, but essentially saying like, you listen to the blues, you could become a philosopher. You listen to it long enough and deep enough. And really not even, it's just the, the constant rotation of it because these people are talking about life, life experiences, wisdom. There's actual, when we talk about a million dollars worth of game, like that's why when Hove says, I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for 9.99, what he's saying by that is this album, 444 that I call my Bible, this album, this thing, 11, 12, 13 song album that costs you $10, dog, this is gonna, like, you you live by this, you li- you understand what I'm saying, actually hear it. The song 444 alone, you listen to that, if you are a man going through re- or relationship issues, or even if you're not, and you're like me, where you you sat back, you're like, dog, I'm, I'm good, dog, I'm good on that shit. I'm good on that shit for now, but my next one, I think I learned some lessons. I suck at love. I think I need to do over. I'd be emotionally available if I invited you over. i stew over what if you over my shit. That, That whole little span right there, like if you listen to what the man is saying, anyway, one or the other, probably in that top five of most quotable niggas in music, specifically in hip hop, Jermaine Cole, and you look at the direct connection, and it all makes sense, right? Interesting. You know, the disciple, they say disciples take on the disciplines of the person that they're following. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Right. Because Hove has a song called Oceans and he does on a holiday eating strange fruit. If I'm going to take if I'm going to make it to the billy, I can't make, take the same route. You, them, little, them little, them little jabs is crazy. Them little jabs is crazy. Hove, Hove's little jab and wordplay is freaking crazy. Anyway, Cole says, and I brought this up, I think in episode one, he says in a song. Cold or wrong one bringing the city shine. All they ever doing is painting pictures of crime. Telling stories of pain, painting pictures of dope. Bitch, if you listen, I'm painting pictures of hope. That boy in class embarrassed because he broke, hoping today he won't be the butt of somebody's joke. See me, I lived it all, from dirt pouring the trailer. Worried about my mother and never trusting my neighbors. I'm about to middle class with a backyard in my own room, being the only black kid in my homeroom. Academically gifted and following my own rules. He's running the streets. Hey, my, i be home soon. And then he goes, without chasing hoes, without hooping, them niggas wasn't balling, but yet they was foul shooting. So meet the newest role model who don't know how to fake the shit. Never sold a rock and look, I made it, bitch. I, 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 I want, so that song, like, I mean, that little, that line right there, that 30, 40 seconds of, of bars, like J. Cole's talking about my life. Not just my life, but like J. Cole's talking about my very life academically gifted, but follow my own rules, running the streets, hey, Ma, I'll be home soon. That was me from ages 14 to today, but that was me from ages 14 to 18, without question. From middle class, I mean, being the only black kid in my homeroom, yeah. I remember when I was, I came from a place where I, I before moving, it didn't, like, I didn't, I remember saying, like, I don't think I really knew anybody that wasn't black. Not for real. Like I, I had maybe seen him, met him. I know people who had friends. Like my cousin had, her best friend at the time was white. And and it's funny, like I had a crush on her. I was the only white girl I knew. It was like, yeah, probably it was like, yeah, okay. It was different. I moved here. I was like, oh shit, this is an abundance. But it, I was the only black kid in, in most of my classes. Got to the expo, it was like, yo, this nigga, the gifted, like being in, in the space where you would say, okay, this is the cream, to the, the cream of the crop, the best of the best. And then you start, but it, all, it adds up to this, this system that's stuck in this fucking time loop, right? So Pablo's reply to me, I question anyone as a fan of the genre whenever statements like this come up. Okay, that's hilarious. The last five years have been amazing for hip-hop, particularly 2022, which if you look at my anywhere on my uh, Twitter, specifically at the very top of this past year, at the very top of 2022, I said, damn, this may be the year that saves hip-hop. This idea comes up every few years, which is not wrong, but it's not that it comes up every few years. It's that it's continued to boil and get higher and more effective and more true every year. If you think the drama is stagnant or thin, it's because you aren't looking hard enough. So my first reply, trust me, boss, I'm a friend. I'm a fan. Question whatever you need to. With a smiley face. I was on my way to get lunch. Like, I was on my way... Didn't it, it did that? Didn't and at no point like I was eating lunch as I'm like replying to this guy. What I found interesting, and I I'll, I'll come back to my my note to self after his reply. That doesn't connect with your previous tweet though, which I'm not sure how. That was what I was like. Okay, you know what? I'll engage. Right? Like I was like I'll engage. That that very statement was that like, I'll engage in the mainstream. There are artists innovating, making great projects from Kendrick to Vince, Lupe, Griselda. Nas just delivered an incredible three album run independently the music is everywhere too from soundcloud to spotify so if you know me if you know me about hip-hop music at all right like you you understand why this tweet is what made me be like okay you got me okay let's 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 have this conversation let's do this because making great projects from kendrick to vince okay let's start there i say and i'll i'll read the rest of the tweets kendrick I, I I paid to go see Kendrick Lamar. I, I remember saying, damn, this is Kendrick's best album ever. I, I called this one of my favorite hip hop albums. I called this one of my favorite musical albums ever. Right? I have TikToks and tweets and Instagram posts and deep conversations with individuals around me where I have said, you know what Kendrick, Kendrick might have saved me. Or yeah, when I said 2022 may be the year that saves hip hop, I was talking about Kendrick Lamar. I was that's what I was talking about Kendrick fucking Lamar because I said, damn, well, you know what Kendrick came back and did and what he's always done ex- exceptionally well. But what he did with this album, with the song, uh, what's the one F you, F you, F you, F you. That was intense. And then uh, uh until, I'm the man now. I can't even think of it because <laughs> that album is it is that that intense. I said Kendrick is the only individual that can make like the most uncomfortable stuff. You want to listen to it, and so you kind of, you have no choice but to hear him talk about the shit that's like, mm, this isn't necessarily what I want to hear an individual talking about. Oh, Auntie Diaries. The Auntie Diaries top to bottom is like weird. It's a very weird song, but it's very good. We Cry Together, and I don't listen to that. Like if if anybody's listening to We Cry Together on a regular basis, I, I feel like, Okay, you need help. Not in a weird way, not in like a rude way, but like, that's just, no. I'm not listening to that on a regular basis and then Vince, back to back years. I called for Vince to have album of the year, right? I called, um, the, I can't think of nothing. You know, I can pull lyrics off the damn top of my head, but when it comes to, Oh, East Point prayer, I called East Point prayer. The song with baby. I was like, yo, this may be one of the best hip hop songs I've ever heard. Like that was again, like even that song, that album and that song drew, started drawing me back into hip hop when I had started to give up on the fucking genre, on the entire culture. I started to give up on this shit. The thing that raised me, what made me, then Stables and Kendrick Lamar. So the first two names he brought up are two individuals that that made me say, you know what? Nah, it's still alive. It's good. It's okay. At the top, things are great. They're great. Tony the Tiger meme. Lupe. I'm from Chicago. I love Lupe Fiasco. Now I wasn't I? I didn't listen to this album a whole lot, but it was good. He brought up Griselda. Okay. I'm like. I got to be like top 20, 30 Benny the Butcher fans at DFW in Texas. I don't know. I'm a, I love Benny. I'm a big Griselda, big BSF nigga, big BSF. Yeah, that wasn't even on purpose. So, yeah, that was um, interesting for him to bring that up. Nas just delivered an incredible three-album run. Oh, bro, I know. Oh, bro, I know it. Don't I know it? Don't I know it? If, if you ask, ask Tommy Thomas. Ask my guy Tommy. Double T, ask him what I said two weeks ago. Ask him what I said when I came, when I got pulled up on him, I got to the crib, I said, first, very first thing I asked him, I said, you know, uh, it might be time to ask that question. Him or him? I said it on here, episode one. Him or him? And he knew he knew immediately what I was talking about. Cause I was like, yo, this nigga's going crazy. Because yeah, like Hove was not always my favorite rapper. It was Nas. Now it it really they they interchay like they're my 1A one 1B one and they they switch back and forth similar with Cole like he's in that 1C all three of them kind of flip-flop in that space for me independently the music is everywhere too from SoundCloud to Spotify what what platform do I praise Spotify because what you can find independent and lesser known artists like nobody's business <clears throat> okay so I replied In quotations, like, I don't know if you remember. At the top, we've got some great talent keeping things afloat. And you went on to name five of the individuals I was talking about. Again, question what you need to. Smiley face. Because I thought that was it. And then this guy's, like, rapid fire tweeting. That's awesome. You're taking the defensive a lot. Hmm, I die, okay. I respect all that and appreciate you being a fan. But as hip-hop fans, we have to stop saying the genre is weak or die. The conversation comes up every year, and it's just not true. There's so much great work coming out that it's hard to even keep up. Even Boldy James, love Boldy. Sadistic, Little Sims, Siroc, Black Thought, Ka, Sky Zoo, Quail Chris, etc. Even rising artists like J.I.D., Maxo Cream, Kenny Mason, Glorilla, etc. So it's actually funny that he's rising artists like J.I.D. and Maxo Cream. I don't know that I would call them rising artists too much anymore, but. I, when I heard this JIT album this year, Brother Them" was my shit. Like, I heard that song, I was like, yo, this right here, this shit right here, yeah. I love Maxo, bro. I've loved Maxo since... Like, Maxo has been in my steady rotation since my freshman year of college. That was 2019, it's now 2023. Like, my, my thing is, you know when they say, like, like what, uh, what was it? Look at my, not my catalog, not my, uh, not reputation, but like, ah, I can't even think of... I can't even think of what the word I'm trying to think of it is, but like, look, like, look at, you know, look where I've been through. Like, look at what I, come on, like, at least look up my, my fucking qualifications first. Like, don't you, you came. So whatever. And that's when I, when I got to that, like at the end of it, I was like, yo, I went back and forth with a nigga who won. You definitely probably only got into hip hop in the past five, you bringing up the past five years. That's when you started listening to hip hop music. You started listening to rap music in in 2016, like, like, like let's stop the fucking cat uh like okay. your your introduction to hip-hop was what a time to be alive get to get out of here and i said and i listened and i yeah i don't remember i can't find the tweet where i excuse me because he says uh Vince was my number one last year as well i I think i said yeah like i went to kendrick i'm from i said i went to kendrick i'm from chicago Nas is my role model or one of my role models uh and who else did you mention i was like yeah Vince. i called for them to have number one album and Griselda, I have literal playlists dedicated to them. Like, don't, don't play this game with me. I said, and <laughs> that's what I told him. I was like, uh, at some point, I don't know. Yeah. I deleted most of them. So I can't see some of them, but pretty much told him, I was like, yo, don't do this just for the sake of doing it. Like, if you're going to do this, actually bring some substance to this. I said, I listen and I listen I, I to and love those artists. I'm not exactly sure what point you're trying to make now, but I hope you've gotten your thoughts off as you intended. And there was probably another reply or two, but Point being, that's just very interesting to see, like, what is your purpose there? Like, what is, I'm not sure what he it was expecting to get out of me, especially that it seems like you're taking the defensive a lot. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess. I guess. I, I guess so. <laughs> and then this is just my little solo tweets. Because it's facts, you know? Um, and the guy that said, like, women are finally getting their... I'm like, oh, okay, Nikki Cardi. Which I don't disagree, like that women historically have not been recognized, but like Eve, Missy, if we're, come on, Remy. But if we're gonna actually do it, I'm like we're talking about women like Mumu, Fresh, Rap City, Young and May, Little Sims. But y'all want to listen to Ice Spice? And I say I call it a, call a spade a spade. Wonder why she gets the airplay though? Marketability? Because the market says though so, or because the machine says so? Like which one is it? You know, let's let's be honest here. Let, let's let's keep it. Let's call it what it is because. What's happening in hip hop is, and you know, like I said, the most quotable man in hip hop. So funny enough, I happened to come across Jay-Z in a Breakfast Club interview from 2013. That just happened to pop up. Not, it popped up from a newsletter, but perfect timing. This is Jay-Z in 2013. People were rapping because, this is something out like back in the day. People were rapping because they loved to rap. Then it became this huge business, so people that didn't even care to rap thought, I'm gonna figure out how to make some money in this. And then he says, you can find good music still. It's just more difficult to find. And again, this is 2013. So I, you know, just kind of note to self. Like regarding hip hop and even R and B being dying genres, because R and B is in a similar space as as hip hop in that way. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So let me get to the bottom of it. Let's just let's just go ahead and get to the crux of the issue. All right. Read Marcus's tweets. I think uh, yeah, I should I should have a. Uh, Read Marcus's tweet segment. I, I man, I was going through my tweets yesterday. I've, I'd be dropping some gas. Follow me on on the Bird app. Even though, like, I I know Tuesday was get rid of Twitter too. My thing is, as long as Twitter's still around, which dog, not long. Twitter's Twitter's not long. We don't have much longer. So you better get the tweets off now because Twitter is is done. Like, not not as a just a platform, but like as a business, I think Twitter's done. Elon because he's not gonna give up okay so i say when i say hip-hop is dying i'm mostly speaking to the fact that the messaging and the machine are stuck in a time loop that people are getting tired of and are actively calling out people me rap as a sport is alive and well but this devilish culture is fading just as it should so when i say rap is a sport what do i mean like when i said earlier i separate rap and hip-hop Hip hop is the overarching culture. Rap is the because that that's the truth of it. Like, and that's really why it's died out so much. And where this entire like premise of it came for came, you know, stem from for yeah, stem from for me. Say that three times fast. Stem from for me. That's not it wasn't tough. It wasn't tough at all. Um, rap used to be, and this is where you know my saying competition as a form of collaboration. I mean, collaboration as a form of competition. Like, rap used to be a competition. It actually because rap is a skill like it is something that you have to work on and hone hone the skill you have to actually grind at this shit. like that's why niggas get really really good at it it's not just that that they were born to rap it's funny i was listening today to the games album born to rap and i was listening to him go like 21 savage getting rapper of the year for 2022 which is all fine and dandy but best rapper alive is is it's just not true it's no shade to 21 Savage, but that's just not true. And that comes from complex. Like, you're supposed to be, but we also are talking about the same individuals that left J. Cole off. So we may or may not have just lost audio for a second. I'd come back from my little, you know, two-minute break. And it just kind of crapped out on me. So it may, not or, may or may not have lost me, uh, but I hadn't said too much. I was going on about uh, Complex naming 21 Savage the best rapper alive. Which you gotta say, like, no slight to 21, but that's just not true. Okay? Well, on to the next tweet. I was reading, and if if that got cut as well, I'm reading just my... I So let's get to the bottom of the issue. So this is, you know, a couple of my three tweets from yesterday. Just giving detail, giving context to it. Because... Again, like Ice Spice is it's just a great example for some Like it's so interesting. And I when when that song dropped, I can I don't even know the was it Bikini Bottom. Is that the same song with the you thought I was filling you? Um when that song first came out, I said it from then. I was like, yo, like I'm not I'm not interested. And I just wasn't. It wasn't to be a contrarian, it wasn't I just wasn't interested, right? So I say, you thought I was feeling you, that nigga Munch has to be the most overused worst line of 2022. And that's just, I'm sorry, it's the truth. No shade to Ice Spice. But when do we stop pretending we like things just because it's what's put in front of us? And again, interestingly enough, yesterday what came up in front of me and on my timeline from Dave Portno of all people. He had quote retweeted, which I guess it came from Dave, but it was a quote retweet of an account I already follow and, you know, see all their stuff anyway and enjoy their content. So I would have seen it anyway at some point. Um, but Trunk Fan tweeted, Trunk Fan, I believe is how you pronounce it. Sorry, Trunk. He said it, it was a I can't remember the artist, but. Famous artist, very famous. I, it's, the name is escaping me and that's going to bug me as well. Very famous artist, the kind of individual that in any other arena his art's going for millions of dollars. Sat on a New York street with a you know a display with a bunch of other you know, street artists with a display of like 20, 30 paintings. 30 may be a stretch, like 20 paintings. And things like two, it was multiple hours. They he sat out there and people are just passing, just passing them by, passing them by. He ended up making like four hundred and twenty dollars total for art, and one of like the highest selling painting. The lady haggled; she bought like three of them and haggled them for a fifty percent discount. All right. What's interesting—the the point of him doing that was not to say, "Oh my goodness, people don't know." It was the value. It was saying very much like, "Yo, you know, when you think about art, it's only assigned its value because of what it's given." It's value. the same way that money is a fake concept. Like money only the reason inflation is able to happen, uh, niggas just assign a value to some because they get to say so. Like if you have the power to do so, like it's a, it's the saddest symbol. If something is able to make you look cooler or make you look better, you're gonna pay more for it, even if the actual value is not associated there. Similar thing on the other front of because the market says so, and the market didn't say so, it's the ad the machine that put it there because they said so and they made it, They they put it on replay on the radio which is why it's the reason that independent artists are able to, speaking back to the other guy, like I'm like, yes, I love my independent artists. I literally praise, I praise independent artists more than I praise anybody else because I think that one, they're doing some of the best work, but you look at why they're doing some of the best work, they're not having to be beholden to a, a, a label, to somebody saying, this is what we're going to do. Uh, and I, an individual, because it's those same people it's those same people that are in these offices that are keeping to push this shit out, right? Like they're in these spaces for somehow. I don't know how they're getting there. Well, it whether it's nepotism, whether it's connection, I don't I don't know. It's the fake college degree. It's the individual that gets to say, oh, I've listened to so and so music for da, da, da," And they have no actual have check my fucking credentials. Check my credentials, dog. Don't don't play with me. I say it's the only genre where the barrier to entry is non-existent, and the path to stardom is wide open for the least talented. Country music fans fight over what is and isn't country regularly, but hip hop lets anybody with a decent beat make their way to center stage. Let's call a spade a spade. It's I think it's very simple within that right of. Okay, so here's what's happening. If we're gonna, if we're gonna just like I said, get to the crux of the issue. What's happening in hip hop is it's a death culture, it's an anti-black culture of killing nigga, drugging nigga, uh, smash a girl, like F a girl, bitches money hoes, nigga, nigga, nigga. Sorry, that's just, that's the words, that's what gets said. Um, Pop the Molly, I'm sweating, you ain't even know it. Like songs like that, that you had children listening to. Right, I point to, you know, they say like racism and hate are learned behaviors. When I feel like that's like the, the same thing with hip hop music, especially you talk about these kids growing up from a young age. Like my parents actually like we didn't get to listen to blame it on alcohol. Like we didn't we knew the song because it was popular and the radio did play it, but we didn't we weren't that was not getting played like on a, on repeat for us. I think like the worst song we were listening to was like best I ever had. And That was like aggressive, <laughs> but I remember so I said at one point. My mom, I had a little mp3 player. My mom, when I was like, probably this is before the iPod. So, or before the iPod touch, at least before I got one, my mom took my mp3 player to go do something with it. Maybe she was like getting on the train and she needed some music to listen to. I don't remember. I had all of the music that my sister was like, my sister is eight years older than me. So if I was eight at the time, she would have been 16. If I was nine, you know, whatever. So she was old enough to be listening to this stuff and the explicit versions, I guess. Well, I, I you know, was downloading straight from where she was getting her stuff from, which this is at the you know, peak of piracy, peak of downloading music straight off YouTube, whatever. And my mom, you know, took my mp3 player and deleted everything off of it damn near. like The only stuff that was still there was the, the songs that came preloaded on the mug because she didn't want me listening to that stuff. But what I did listen to was the Temptations and the IFC Brothers she played because they weren't their conversations were, again were real. Like Papa was a Rolling Stone, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Those songs were about real life. You think like really, and that's where where hip hop came from. Like the the original core of hip hop, it was one of two things. You rapped about one of two things: what you had or what you wanted. Now the issue with that is the people who had they were drug dealers. The people who wanted they were drug dealers, or you know whatever they were from the hood. They were from Jay Z says you know again I say the most quotable man. They got critics that say he's all money cash hoes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up, uh, what'd he say? You celebrate the minutes you was having dough. Uh, I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my old asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Then he says, got beef with radio if I don't play their show. when they don't play my hits, well, I don't give a shit. So, rap max trying to use my black ass so advertisers can get more cash for ads. What's interesting, I I I brought this up a while 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 back, and it's probably really where the the core core of the issue comes from is. So I think there was a message that was missed. You know, you talk about the messaging being on a loop. It's because while Biggie may have said you know some crazy wild things, you know, talk you know, there may be a hit em up and there may be um, a lot of a lot of things. The back in the day in hip hop and early hip hop and nineties hip hop that were dangerous and uh, you know again. Similar to what it is today, that stuff was also it was rooted in in a larger picture. Right. So I say what I think got missed by a lot of niggas was, you know, when when they saw Jay and Puff and Big and all them on the yachts on the on, you know, different islands, jet setting and on PJs and whatnot. They missed the business and the boss talk, right? Really. They, they missed the actual message that was supposed to be, yeah, young man, get your money, buy your land, and get the fuck out. They didn't, they didn't catch that part. And maybe they weren't saying it explicitly enough. Again, like, he, he got critics that say, the money, cash, hoes, I'm from the hood, stupid, what type of facts are those? And, and because of that, like, it, that he, he says it very plainly, like, yes. I do talk about this. This is because this is all I've known for the longest. This is where I come where I come from, where I come from. So we get that. You're talking about your life. Um, but the other side of it, he directly says, got B for radio if I don't play their show. When they don't play my hits, I don't give a shit. So rap mags trying to use my black ass, so advertisers can give them more cash for ads. I don't know what you take me as, but under... under underestimate the intelligence that jay-z has rags to riches nigga i ain't dumb 99 problems right rags to riches those there's a lot of those stories i think what we i don't i really i don't know you know i I, i'm questioning it now because i'm looking at it big picture and again it's so easy to say stop rapping about that stuff when that is what's still happening like we understand that but it also definitely feels like that other side of like what cole said You know, it sounds this may it seems like I'm rapping about this. I'm only painting the picture of crime and drugs and whatnot and danger and violence. But no, what I'm actually doing is giving a message to the young brother who says, damn, I don't have a way out. I'm giving him a very clear picture and then a a route to take, you know, something to connect to. So those times when he does feel like there's no way out, he can go listen to this and say, you know what? Somebody's already done it. Hove did. I cried like okay, so that that's where I was going today. I was gonna start it when I talked about like it's funny the most related you know relatable quotable nigga in, in music and rap. Where I wanted to start was, but because I, I thought I was gonna be a little more aggressive and and upset with this conversation, but I'm not at all because it's, it's not one to be upset about. I'm upset about the overall concept of it, um, but not not upset at anybody. He says, For "Gaming is just my passion." Talking. Sometimes I feel like Farrakhan talking to Mike Wallace. I think y'all should keep quiet. That's at the Pablo do. I think y'all should keep quiet because we're not talking about the same thing. And you think we are. And because you think we are is when you get to poke your chest out over Twitter, you get to virtually poke your chest out. Something that, you know, just wouldn't happen in the actual conversation, but we wouldn't be having the conversation in person. Right. But I remember when I heard God did for the first time. They kept talking about Hove's verse and whatnot, and how it was the best sense. And you know, obviously, we had we needed to prove that. And I, whether that is true or not, I think that the story not started verse is right there with it. You know, if I'm being honest. But God did did I I I cried I teared up listening to God did because it was, and it's funny I had just written on my I got a, I got pictures of it I had just written on my whiteboard the week before Hove did why not you hov did why not you that's what i had written that had nothing to do with the i didn't know the name of the album coming out i didn't know the name of the you know the title of the song that he would be on nobody knew we didn't have this information even more i didn't know that the song was going to be him hov did i didn't know that we were going with this which just what i had written on my whiteboard because it was facts it was like yo hov uh, he, he not only made it out but he you know when you talk about what the american dream is supposed to be like he's the epitome of that white black or otherwise Rags and riches, nigga. I ain't dumb. I got ninety nine problems. But if Shane won, I look. I I want to say the same. Hov did. Why not you? That song. That song hit me. It hit me deep. Hov is a real nigga's dream. Miley go to make a real nigga feel seen. Speaking to the souls of men. Those of them that are willing to die for the existence that this cold world has chose for them. You you know what I mean. So like when when you look at that, and I look at what these other rappers. You know, because they get to call themselves that. Like, that's the issue. Like, these niggas get to call themselves rappers because they rap. They are rapping. But I, I, what I pointed it to, like, you wouldn't let it, just any violinist sit on a symphonic orchestra. You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, okay, you pick one up? Go ahead. You know, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let just any guitarist. But, but we let anybody pick up a microphone, make a beat, and just rap and call themselves a rapper. Even more, like, those are the same niggas we put on the main stage. Not we. They put on the main stage for us they put them directly in front of you and say okay this is the next big thing that's what they do you going back to the tiktok thing how can you introduce new celebrities that that that, that's what happens because this is all a money grab i I was talking about the text i sent myself you know regarding hip-hop and and even r&b being dying dramas and what was funny about what that guy said like the mainstream is the issue like of course hip-hop is not dead of course not there are too many people who won't let it die, whether they're actively invested in the exploitation and destruction of black culture or the ones that are the same ones trying to save it. They won't let it die. So it's not it doesn't go away like that. It just reforms. It shifts. The way this genre always has had to, it's always had to take on a new life, breathe fresh air into it. Nas dropped... Hip-Hop is dead, I think, in 2010 when that album came out. Let's see. Hip-Hop is dead okay well that that's the song Well, i am 2007 sorry 2010 was uh the other one with locomotive and i love that one no introduction uh yeah hip-hop is dead he dropped that in 2007 and then he said you know you know who the nigga kill hip-hop nah that's on locomotive That's i love the the way he starts that I okay, think but to make statements like you're just not looking hard enough or oh, of course the mainstream music isn't good. Like doesn't that paint the very picture of like shouldn't the mainstream music be the good stuff? Shouldn't what's the most popular the stuff that's put directly in front of you for everybody to eat up? But you realize, oh no, what, what they cannot do is paint pictures of hope. You can't, you can't, you can't speak to the souls of men. Those of women, you can't, you can't put Nipsey Hussle on the radio. Because guess what, guess what you do when you do that? You make a nigga like me be like, oh, I'm not crazy. I can do this. Not the rap thing, but I, 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 can, I can do this. I can make something of myself. That's what you do when you put a Nipsey Hussle or a J. Cole. You know, when you put a Miss America and never play this shit on the radio. That's how Cole ends that song. A Jesus walks when Kanye says, uh, what do you say at the end of that song? He say, well, if they, don't, if they just take away from my spins, they to take away from my sins. But they'll say it will take away from my my money. And I, I think, like, it's funny. is very prophetic in that sense because, uh, well, we saw what happened there. But, yeah, you can't. No, no, no. You can't. You can't put that. You can't paint that picture. You can't paint that picture to make a real nigga feel seen. You can't. You can't do that because then you then you shake the system up. Right. Then you change. You show what's possible, but not just what's possible. You show what's always been. And you you make it obvious that there's been lies told. That there's been cover ups that there's been a system the entire time. One that you denied having been there. Right. You have you. You make it clear that Leo Cohen has been a profiteer, a culture vulture, as Dame as likes to call him. So I said the machine does as it's meant and it promotes what it chooses. Even more to have a never mind. Nah. the individual that did go back and forth with me about fandom of hip hop is an issue within itself because for him the existence and promotion of the genre is simply an appreciation for the music he just appreciates the culture That's when he said like I appreciate you that you're a fan what the fuck does me being a fan have to do with you and what do you mean you appreciate me being a fan like how does that affect you and that, that actually now that did rub me a little weirdly because that was like that felt like uh never mind won't even say what it felt like. People that understand will understand it. So, like, so yes, hip hop is on life support as a culture and as a genre, but rap as a sport is alive and well. Yeah, and I get to say that the, the sport is is just fine because the niggas who have trained for this game, oh, they know how to play it. They're going at, they're in it for competition. Then Staple said as much himself. They're in it for the competition. They're in it for the love of the sport. They just want to see this shit thrive. Nas. Getting with Hip Boy and coming out with look, magic? Oh my goodness. What a tape. And then three King's diseases. Not just one. Not not one. Not two, but three. That's some Golden State Warriors as like that was like that's Miami Heat, Golden State. That's uh Dallas in the night. Like that's some crazy stuff to be on. The the back to back to back KDs, cause be nasty the production alone like hit boy is going down as one of the ones for for real for, pro for, for, for. and so the top talent and the emerging ones have been at their peaks in recent memory but that isn't enough to save a community rooted in evil exploitation and it's just not like it's not enough and when i again when i say save i guess it depends on what it is we're trying to save right because if we're trying to save hip-hop culture let it die it's been taken over by too many people who don't know the meaning of it, that don't know the essence and the root of it, and that don't actually live and ex- live within it and haven't actually experienced what it means to live in it. You know, so I'm I'm fine with saying that this culture that is spread much further than it was ever supposed to, to individuals that have that it was never supposed to. I'm fine with them no longer having access to, like, bring the gatekeepers back. I I, I was I was thinking the other day. I'm fine with gatekeepers for the right things certain things should be gate kept because not everything is for everybody but <clears throat> that's what the internet is allowed <laughs> excuse me the internet has allowed everything to become for everybody and then people to that it was never for or that it just is not for you know and that's perfectly fine it has allowed them to say i don't like this because when nobody asked you your fucking opinion nobody asked you right and and it's fine to voice your opinion but it's when you the value versus weight. Your opinion holds value, yeah, sure. But when you force it, it's even when you force your opinion to have weight when you like want it so badly. Again, that I'm going to make sure that you are wrong, so I can be right, even if it's at the expense of what I actually believe or how I actually feel. That's when I think you you definitely lose me. You know, you lose me as a as a listener, as somebody who gives a damn, um, and just as a, a fellow human because you haven't you haven't extended you're not extending the same respect in general but also you know and that so that may be another conversation for another day because that's something that i think we just lack in that like consideration that aspect of being you know respectful and considerate of your fellow humans we've lost that completely oh man i won't say completely but we've lost that in so many ways and in the you know the larger forms that it's hard to fight to have something like that back uh because you have so many people who just again don't want to like they're there, it's the status games. Like, in order to to feel like more, you have to tear others down, right? And that that doesn't work for me because I feel like it's very easy to build each other up. That's that's so much easier and so much more fruitful and worthwhile. And it's more fun. You get to have fun when you're actually like rooting for other people's success. You're rooting for somebody else's downfall. Like, that's a miserable life, is it not? I couldn't, you know. I, that's some I don't know. So if it's if it's fun, somebody tell me. You know, maybe I'll switch over. No, I'm kidding. I, I find too much joy in hoping people do succeed. Like, that's what, like with Ice Spice. Get your bag. Go get everything. Pocket check these mugs. You do what you got to do. But, and it, it's even, I didn't listen to this last album, and I don't plan to, I'll be honest. So, you know, take that how you want to. It's that I will say, not necessarily not for me, but, you know, like I'm not going to go into it knowing that I'm probably going to have a. Some type of way or have some type of preconceived notion wouldn't even do that. And that's okay, Right. Same way. Like I didn't listen to Miley. I didn't listen to Taylor. But when I look at like, you know, these other genres where it's very much like the people that have been at the top have been at the top for a very long time. Right. And they've remained there and they're going to remain there. And it's hard to introduce new. There's a reason for that. Cause you have to actually prove that you know and you know what you're doing and that you can do it at a high level for a consistent amount of time in order to get that recognition. Hip hop, we're quick to crown somebody the best new. The best new, best new artist, best new female rapper, best new whatever. And I just I often wonder like how those are the same ones that fade. They're already turning on little baby. You saw how fast they they everybody wants to say somebody fell off, quick to call somebody a bus. And it, it's like you look at then the spaces in in which these kind of terms, these one hit wonder, you know, fall off, bus words get thrown around, and who they get attributed to, that's always very interesting. The way you're able to just label a, an individual based off of your non professional opinion or your so called professional opinion, and you get to define an individual and in a person's entire existence. It's a funny space that we live in, thanks to the internet. Childish has an album called Because of the Internet. I'm going to go listen to that. Maybe maybe that's what he's talking about. 3005 is a very good song. Fishers don't make noise when they start up, just so you know that. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a really good album. I'm going to go back and listen to it. Um, I, I I guess my message with this one is, like I say, rap's just fine. Hip-hop is dead or, or dying. It's on life support, whatever you want to say. Maybe it's on its last breath. And I can't say I'm upset about it. If we can shift, if we can hit the shift toward a different level of consciousness, of of information, of messaging, of programming within it, we're all good. But if the music keeps being like it, okay, how about this? When when we no longer have to make laws that say you can't take somebody to jail because of what they talked about in their music, because yeah, the law is fucked up, but also you're talking about killing people in your music. Don't give them the chance. Don't give them that power. How about that? Hey, just any thoughts. Just any thoughts. So, I think that's it. Forgive me, that's just my passion talking. Sometimes I feel like Farrakhan talking to Mike Wallace. I think y'all should keep quiet. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. It's a good one. I think we got, I'm not sure. Like I said, it cut in the middle. So, hopefully, we'll get to tie that all in together. But if nothing else, it got wrapped up the way it was supposed to. So, hey, that's that on that. Rat Splat. Just like that. I think that's how it goes. I love y'all. Peace.
0: Trying to get a lot Anything is possible. Turn me up an headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Hey, yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. Get a lot of dough and or do all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and dominoes. Anything is possible. Yeah and All I know is get paid for. All I do is shit major. But a condo on the top floor in the building is a skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe, LeBron, for the Lakers. Feeling like I'm oh, you yeah. okay.